My name is Sister Prince, and today is April 12, 1990, and I'm interviewing Mr. Takuri Tai uh, on the Asian American exhibit at the Missouri Historical Society. We will be talking about uh, his life here and uh, looking at some photographs he's brought. Mr. Takuri, why did you come to St. Louis? Oh, I, I came in the first uh, student. I graduated from Concordia Seminary. Why did you choose to come to Concordia Seminary? Oh, I, my intent was to get into ministry. Uh -huh. I was a Lutheran ministry. Yes. But, but uh, how did you happen to know of Concordia Seminary? Oh, I met uh, my friend, uh, Dr. Lukin, in Japan, 1951. Uh -huh. And uh, so so Dr. Looking has now a large church in uh, Chicago, and uh, that was 1951. And uh, to my purpose was to come and uh, uh, go into ministry. That was my purpose. Mm -hmm. I was 27 when I came back. And you were born in Korea? Yes, born in Korea, 1924. Then I went to Japan when I was uh, about uh, 16 uh, for further study, where I studied engineering. So you were in Japan during the war? During the war time, that's correct. What uh, did you do? Well, uh, well, I went to school, and of course during the war time, 1943, 4, they very intense, and uh, the air raid was very strong, so that we most of the time we didn't have too much of the time to study. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, you weren't, were you in the Army? No, I was too young, yes. You were too young. Yes. At 21, Japanese Army takes uh, 21. When the 1945 war was over, I think I was about 21. How, yeah. uh, what city were you in? Tokyo. You were in Tokyo? Yes. So, uh, Tokyo, from there, I went to Yokohama after the war. I stayed there for about five years. And in 1952, I came to America. What was that like coming to America? Well, uh, of course, there's an expectation and, of course, anxiety. But I think anxiety was a, a, high, a great deal subsidized. I mean, they uh, reduced to the, it's really no, at first time, of course, it's extent anxiety because uh, you're going to uh, unknown country. And but one that maybe uh, you had, had really, if, you, if you've been in Japan and loved Japan, um, we had been enemies. No, that's was not really the case. Now, I was, uh, when I come to America, I really had no sense of enemy or no, that, that's the case at all. I think it, because of the, after the war, 1945, the General MacArthur's uh, did a good job in occupation forces. And uh, really, I would say, occupation of Japan was a real success. And uh, really, modern uh, Japan as such was really a foundation of modern Japan, was laid by General MacArthur, mm -hmm. especially in the area of uh, land reform, and the financial and the economic system, especially uh, to laying down new banking system. There was a Mr. Dodge, 
of the Detroit, <coughs> sorry, banker. And of course, tax, tax system, there was a professor of John Hopkins, I think, it's a, Mr. Su. You know, and uh, then the, uh, uh, so it's uh, really the centuries of uh, the, uh, decay, or as I said, debris, uh, mm-hmm. was all wiped out by the Mr. General MacArthur and uh, with the later uh, growth foundation of modern Japan. And I think uh, maybe what we need in this country is needed to clean up the whole thing from the. Yeah. Um, so you came here and uh, it was different? Well, uh, of course, uh, I, uh, my life was highly sheltered. You know, I went to prep school in Kansas, uh, Wichita, St. John's College, which was uh, the prep school, and uh, where I studied their uh, languages. And then after, two, after one year, I started to come to the Korea Seminary. But Concordia Seminary is a really the, the quite unique school, and it's a really the community of students. They live there. They live there. When we, I was a student, everybody lived there, dormitory, and of course we eat there. And uh, it was a life at Concordia Seminary was more like a Garden of Eden. And uh, most of you listen to professors, discuss, argue with each other, learn the person. Real water is a uh, uh, detention and vocabulary, Greek vocabularies and uh, in history, you uh, memorize the dates and the names of the uh, personalities. So it's a really it's a very happy life. But not really, the, I really never had to go and get the job or anything. So it's a highly sheltered life. Yes. Uh, do you? You lived a good long while in three different countries. Correct. Uh, you were born in Korea and you lived 17 years in Japan? Not 12 years. 12 years in Japan and a much longer span. Yeah, 37, over 38 years. Over 38 years. So you had a, a diverse culture, a combination. Well, uh, of course, yes, correct. You know, I, uh, the, my physical presence is a different country. And of course, I was also, my wife is also from Germany, so I go there and I speak fluent German. And, uh, and of course, I am really to, could consider myself as a uh, very diverse interest. And most interest is uh, history and philosophy is mine, and the religion is mine. Uh, religion. Religion. Yeah, religion of men, yes. And the history and philosophy, that's where my most interest lies. Have you stayed in the Lutheran? No, I am not really exactly to uh, I don't I don't go to church every day. But uh, I have a very fond memory about the Christian church. Yes. Mm-hmm. Christian church is uh, indeed very unique uh, at churches. And you have Daughter, one daughter. Yes, uh, uh, to see the, we don't we don't have our children. We don't have children, so we adopted her. Oh. Yes. Uh, now she, uh, she went to Japan, and she lives in Japan now, and with the three children. Yes. So we sent her to a marriage institute, and uh, how old was she when you adopted her? We heard uh, she was 15, and uh, we sent her to marriage institute. She graduated, then she, uh, she married a Japanese. He's a Korean, 
from Jap- uh, both was born in Japan. Oh. So married and uh, now they have two children. Yes. Your grandpa. Well, uh, he has, but we since we don't see them here, uh, yeah. we don't really have too much feeling. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we left you at Concordia Seminary. Yes. When you graduated? Yes, I have, yes. In 1959, class of 1959. And tell me then, you decided not to be in? Yeah, well, from then I went to uh, several schools. And uh, uh, from there, I think I went to uh, Eden Seminary, and where I went to the three years. And uh, there, uh, from there, I also went to University of Missouri, and uh, until I went to school in 1972. So I've been, I've been here, I came in 1952. So almost 20 years, mm-hmm. I went to, I had academic life. Do you have those kind of programs, graduating from any place? Oh, yes, of course. That's what I want. I want to show that you came here as a student, you graduated, Part of this community, you built a business for whatever reason, and you decided to change the course of your life. And, and um, whatever you did, if you're done well, graduating from Institute, maybe you have a photograph of that or something. I don't know what these are. Those are the, names, uh, those are the, uh, yeah, at, uh, really, my, uh, and here, this is a picture of you and your uh, wife. My, yeah, my wife and, and my daughter, yes. In front of your home, is that Yes, that's correct. What year do you think that was? Oh, uh, Joseph, about ten years ago. And, uh, and this is your wife and daughter. Yes. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, this this would be. It's, um. How did how did you find St. Louis? As far as oh, you, you told me, you were the only, you were the second Korean yes, person uh, to the, uh, to do what to live to, here to. No, no, to study. Yes. To study. Now, most of the Koreans who came to America uh, are the uh, students. They come in here as a student, and then later they decide to stay. Mm-hmm. And of uh, course, there are some in the California, there are the immigrants, those are the uh, individuals who come to America for the make a living. But uh, I, Mr. Dr. Wang Yun and I, no, we didn't. Uh, that was not a purpose we came here to study. So my, I have spent almost 20 years going to colleges and seminaries and universities. And uh, so, uh, and uh, subsequently, uh, with my liberal art education, really there isn't much you can do. So uh, when I married my wife, you know, I started this uh, test pro- uh, preparation and of course, I was by an accident. I had a friend who was doing it. I helped him. And then later, yeah, maybe I was getting, and then I was always good at the numbers. So. I know Mr. Kawanishi. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. If you don't know him? Mr. Kawanishi, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I was always good at the number, and yeah. I was uh, always good at the physics when I was young. You know. And uh, the engineering with the uh, electric engineering, with, uh, that's uh, what I was studying by hand. So uh, I you know, went in and uh, I built up business. Uh, that was uh, was uh, it hard? Years. Well, I think uh, there was a, it was, uh, the, the 
the, the, the great deal of prejudice against Oriental Asians, especially Japanese. And uh, most people but don't you're know. Korean. No, but that really don't make difference. Most people don't know who you are. You know? There's very little distinction between Koreans and Japanese women. You cannot tell too much difference. Can so you tell the difference? It's very difficult. I think uh, the uh, upper class uh, Japanese will look more like a Korean. And uh, the lower class Japanese will look more like Koreans. And uh, the lower class have those, uh, has uh, these bushy eyes and we have a lot of hairs on the face. Those are the idols. So they make it, uh, but the upper class Japanese look more like the upper class Koreans. Because they are the ones who moved uh, to Korea during the 6th centuries, 6th, 7th centuries. And, uh, the uh, all native, original native, uh, what they were, they were the Ainos. Ainos. Uh, they are the, uh, the original inhabitants of Japan. Could they, you spell that for me? Aino, A-I-N-U. Aino. Aino. They were the, uh, they have a lot of hairs, and uh, the uh, pussy hairs. And you can see the big eyebrows and the beards. What tell me about the prejudice in America? Mm-hmm. I in think St. Louis, we're talking yes, about. Yes, well, I think I remember when the uh, 1950 first uh, when I came in, that uh, that we were kicked out. They didn't want to. We, they were, I was not admitted to go to Esquire. Theater. And of course, you remember there's the Highland Park and mm-hmm. the Junior College, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they will not let you in. Do you think, did you feel that that had anything to do with the war? Well, yes, yes. I had a friend, you know, David Clark, you know, who was my age, you know, and he was in war, and uh, yes, very much so. Uh, very much because of the, the you know, war, memory of war was just. Uh, just over five years, mm-hmm. five, six years, so it was a great year of uh, prisoners. Yes. I think there was, uh, should I say, antagonism. More that was around the time when a lot of the American-born Japanese or yeah, Isei had yes, were moving to St. Louis out of the relocation camps. Yes, that was, uh, I know, the Mr. Moriyama, who is the military. Uh, he was in a concentration camp, and uh, he told me that there was about 15 or 20 of them coming mm-hmm. in. They saw Mayor Kaufman, and Mayor Kaufman said, when he, he left the concentration camp, they said, well, don't go to the west, no, but go in the east and uh, interview yourself. No. And I think that was, a, in many sense, a blessing in disguise, you know, because uh, to, uh, to uh, kick them out of the, this uh, ghetto, and uh, yes. moved. Really, that's uh, much to the integration of Japanese in American society because of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was uh, what they should have done with Chinese. You know? Chinese living in a uh, guilty ghetto. Mm-hmm. And I think that in San Francisco, there's a place where you can literally grow up without learning English. Mm-hmm. They have street shops, just like Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, they So how, did, how else did it? Did it affect you? I mean, uh, 
Well, yeah, well, no, my social life has always been good. I really do. Uh, I have really, uh, I consider it a business or anything that uh, really that's a stimulant, you know. I think uh, that uh, I don't consider that it's a bad memory at all. Just you know, just explain it being a stimulant. Well, I think uh, when you, so when you were born in one society, you really don't know who you are. When you go, you see always uh, with who you are when you see others. Other people define you. Yeah, yes. That's a, uh, and of course, just as I cannot see my face unless I look at a mirror. So uh, you really don't know who you are until people tell you who you are. But so I think what that if you don't like what they tell you? Oh, well, no, it's not really the, uh, of course, when you're young, you get mad, but when you go old, well, you take uh, as a part of experience. But it's, uh, I have, uh, the, my uh, life uh, in America has a, not, at the most, uh, to me, a very productive, as intellectually, I spent many years in school, and I've been exposed to a great deal of uh, uh, learning. And uh, I have a very, uh, Person now that I am sort of uh, 66, and uh, and now a line on your face. Oh well, that's uh, uh, well whatever it is, but I feel I got uh, I have lived a good life, and uh, I am very I have no bitter feeling at all. Yes. And, uh, uh, no, I think uh, the America has been good to me. Yes. And, uh, uh, Business. Uh, how, how have they been good to you? Well, I think uh, American people are in general, I think uh, no matter what they say about it, I think it's a much more open than the uh, open than the other country. For instance, like a place where I was born, Korea, or in Japan, it's a uh, it's much more closed. I remember when we were living in one little where our valleys, you know, where we have a, our family lived there for 700 years. You know. so anybody who was not Thai, you know, a Chang, Chang that are my, the Chang is a sort of a, they live in outskirts and they do mostly the menial work. And, uh, and then of course in Japan too. See, in Japan there's a decent people that are born in the, uh, live in that mountain, this little island. Therefore, they have a very narrow idea of what they are. And uh, really, America is really the one of the most uh, open and uh, it's a, uh, a wonderful country. Do you find St. Louis open? Oh, yes, yes, much more so. Really, I have uh, really never had any problem, you know, mm -hmm. no social or anything. And uh, I am a basically sort of bookish person. So most of my uh, uh, the acquaintances uh, uh, are the person of similar interest. And of course, it's uh, uh, my classmates, my friends, those are the, uh, and uh, the, those are the type of people that I uh, live with and uh, associate with. Uh, uh, did your wife was born in Germany? Yes. Uh -huh. When did she come to Singapore? Well, she came in 1956. And uh, she has, we met, uh, in 19, I think it's uh, uh, 60, uh, no, 59, I think we met, and uh, we married in 
No, 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 no. It's a friend. Now she's way off. Right, she's not here. Yeah. Now she's off. Yes, I met her in the nineteen sixty-seven. Yes, sixty-seven. And she has a mother who is seventy-six. So we have her here, mother, and she is not capable of self-care. So. We don't want her to look at by herself, so we brought her to the city with us. Was now. it easy for you and your wife to get married? Oh, no problem, yes. yes. Um, culturally, yes. Um, where do you have your identities? My identity is in St. Louis, in America. When I went to Japan, uh, to, when I went to Japan, I find that I, I was a Quite, you never see who you are. Really. When you went to Japan, I found the place very strange, very strange. When I went back to Korea two years ago, I found out that uh, I come from North Korea, and I thought that all my family is gone. But I found out that my brother is in South Korea. So t- three years ago, so I went back to and see my brother, and. Uh, so he and uh, he couldn't speak Japanese. He couldn't speak English. I couldn't speak Korean. My Korean language is only about two So both of us spoke Japanese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, we so my identity is uh, 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 rather wide, but my personal preference is St. Louis. St. Louis. It's, it sounds as though when you went to Japan, you were an American, and when you went to Korea, you were Japanese. <laughs> no, really, I don't really have a. Uh, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a, I, I consider myself a man. I don't, don't consider myself. I think this is what a famous uh, bacon, Francis Bacon, mm-hmm. you know, the caves, and I went to cave, and uh, so I don't. Uh, oh, the idol caves, idol tribes. I don't marketplace, I don't theater, and uh, I don't consider myself as a. I would like to consider myself as a uh, diverse and wide and intellectually developed individual. Uh, that's uh, of the world. Object- objectively look at the things of the world. Yes. Um, well, let's see the values that you have that you and your wife live? Uh, my value? Yes, of course my value, because my, I was uh, motivated by two things first. Uh, first, uh, it's uh, the uh, meaning of life. Second, the how men live together. First was motivated by when I was about 16 years old when I went to Japan. After three months I went to Japan, I was told that my father passed away which was a great shock to me. But ever since, I spent a great deal of time in philosophy. What is the ultimate meaning of life? And then, of course, uh, during the war time, I saw the uh, cruelty of men to men by bombs being dropped, and there were the newspaper telling about the enemy and all these things. So the two things motivated my life. First, what is the ultimate uh, in life. What is the ultimate meaning? How do you practice your values? I mean, values, mm-hmm. practice. Of course, mm-hmm. when you say practice, values. Of I course mean, are, do you find that they come from 
from abroad, or do you find that they come from your your ancestral home or your adopted second home, or do you? I think uh, that uh, when I was young, I think uh, I sort of consider uh, the oriental value of a harmony and uh, uh, compassion, man as a center, mm -hmm. that is, uh, man as a good, and that's a confusion, man's relation with the man. I consider that as a, when I was young, I considered that as sort of a, I rejected that value, and they meet in that West, and the society of competitiveness, mm -hmm. and uh, the reputation, those are good, so, uh, but after have, having been here for many years, after having studied, I think that now I spend more time with the reading of uh, the Asian philosophy. Mm -hmm. That is a philosophy of a harmony, uh, togetherness, compassion, and uh, to uh, uh, care for each other. I believe not the uh, Western idea of the man, uh, the not man, but thing at the center. So man is sort of instrument of things. I uh, so. But I think uh, as I grow older, I become more, uh, my intellectual value, uh, philosophical value become more of uh, the oriental. I think uh, that's, uh, first, that's where the cycle of a uh, man's life is, and you're born, and you go back to where you come from, I guess. Mm -hmm. How about holidays? Do you uh, follow American holidays, or do you do it in a German way for your wife? No, I have no really uh, particular propensity for particular uh, religion. No. But my wife is a Catholic, and so she uh, goes to the St. Rock's Hospital Church, and you know, she sings in choir. You know. mm -hmm. But you see, now I was uh, brought up uh, as a uh, preacher and uh, went to a uh, seminary to you. Would never mm -hmm. go to church unless you, are, unless you go there to preach. So that's uh, sort of uh, uh, intellectual. Uh, when you, I think when you go seminar, uh, they set you apart. Mm -hmm. They set you apart. Don't uh, associate with the uh, member of the con congregation. Or they have your friend, or with other clergy, friend mm -hmm. with other clergy. Don't associate with the member of clergy. Don't on Sunday go and sit in pit, uh, uh, the pew. Mm -hmm. So. The, uh, the object, really, of this um, exhibit was, came, the reason for it really came from the Asian community who, as you stated before, people don't always know who everyone is, yeah. and they lump them together. Um, and they wanted to, to see the diversity and the uniqueness of each group. They wanted people to be able to see that. Well, I, I'm really not really a typical example. No, you're not. I don't really belong to any Korean church. You see, uh, the Koreans have a church mm -hmm, that's yeah. 11 or 12 of them, that, and that they, uh, they try to preserve and the social, uh, they try to uh, preserve certain values, mm -hmm. and then, uh, and the, the uh, Japanese, they never had a church, so uh, when they consider themselves uh, as Japanese, but I think uh, second and third generation Japanese, they, uh, they don't really consider themselves too much. Many of them can even speak Japanese. Right, they're very So the second generation, third generation especially, uh, half of them are white men, uh, women, and uh, girls, uh, 
often uh, left out, you know, uh, no husband. And uh, so uh, the boys marry white women, and the girls uh, find, find a more difficult time finding a husband. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but the Koreans are a little different because they have a church, they marry each other. And so most likely they may perpetuate their identity. But that is not really my concern. Mm -hmm. I, I want to, I mean, this society, job, I, I feel fully integrated. Mm -hmm. I don't feel, and why my client, uh, uh, clients, I have only one or two Koreans. And if I were depending on them for uh, the business, I would never make it. Mr. Tai, did it start out that way? Yes, that way, yes. Immediately you, you had yes, more yes, yes, Caucasian mm -hmm. whites. And, and uh, when I ran for Congress uh, several times, uh, and I always joked that I plan to win, uh, that I, want, I plan to win the election by Chinese vote. <laughs> 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 but uh, really, uh, uh, that's a joke. You know, and uh, really, I. Uh, in my district, there's no Chinese. <laughs> so uh, uh, I certainly believe that I was unique and I can really render service to the community. But I think America is not really ready to uh, elect me as the president, as the <laughs> congressman. Yeah. You know. But of course, it would take time. You know. Yes. Yes. And well, uh, I hope that happens. Yeah. Well, I think uh, really, if I had. Uh, what you needed. And I think in order to win the competition, see, I think you really need about a million dollars. If I had a million dollars, I could do it. Mm -hmm. I think uh, really it's a, most of the congressmen are the uh, second, second or third generation of the businessmen's son mm -hmm. who are not capable of doing anything in business. So they go and spend the money and buy office. That's what it is, like a bank for a bond. You know. They couldn't make it their own. The uh, corporation their father founded, they couldn't do it. So they just spend their money and uh, buy the office. The same thing as a Rockefeller, I mean, that uh, I understand he spent $80 for each vote that he And of course, Kennedy the same way. And, uh, Kennedy spent $7 million to buy the office. It's a, but the uh, individuals are uh, not exactly what it, a very capable individual. And uh, of course, uh, politicians, all they have to do is to talk. So uh, I I'm not in that position yet. And maybe do the uh, second and third generation when I accumulate the fortune, maybe that would be possible. I hope it works for you. Well, I appreciate your talking. I mean, I, uh, you are you are more a you do not fit into any mold. No, I don't. You, you, you have uh, values from all over. You no, I, I'm highly... You're, you're really a, a more international... Highly cosmopolitan. Yes. My view is that you know, I don't live in the, uh, the... I don't worship the idol of tribes. Well, so I think... Uh, now where does that come from? Oh, there's a famous uh, the, the, uh, great uh, philosopher, Francis Bacon. Bacon, the right. the bacon, the idol of tribes, idol of caves. Of course, most of us live in idol of tribes, mm -hmm. caves. No, I don't worship any of those uh, uh, idols. Mm -hmm. I, so I don't really fit in as a uh, Korean. Uh, that's that's uh, interesting. That's 
That's good in itself. I mean, that just yeah, shows that the, the people can come here and that they can be whatever they want to be, and they can be themselves. I think that and that's you have done that. You you have not it. leaned on the. Wait a minute. Now say it. Yeah, that's what makes America a great country, and I feel I was I'm quite at home here. And when I went to Japan, I have what the typical prejudice of Americans against Asians. And uh, I found that I'm so quite strange, you know. And when uh, and I food that I used to eat, like those ears, four ears that I used to eat, oh, that was so delicious in my use. What kind of ears? Ears, ears, broiled ears. Oh, eels. Yeah, ears. Uh -huh. I used to eat. I remember one time I ate seven bowls, you know. But <laughs> when I went back there, I could not eat, eat a single, uh -huh. a single bite. You know. And uh, when I come back to America. First thing, and the, I and my wife did was to buy big steak and boil it, they, uh, the, uh, they broil it and ate it. Uh, Mr. Tai, could you tell me the difference between the way this city uh, treated um, Asians when you came and how it, how it is now? Well, really, I, most of the Asians, this city really treated Asians very, very well. Yes, I, I really, uh, St. Louis is sort of the unique city in that respect. It uh, has a, it's a large community with its convenience, but at the same time, it's a sort of maintained sense of community. And of course, when the sense of community is very strong, it's always a creative of exclusiveness. They don't want anybody else in. But that's why the same was different, I think, so really, uh, I have never feared, you know, uh, but since I've been here, uh, we never, you know, I would say any different from anybody else, mm -hmm. never different from anybody else. I, and I really never thought that I was discriminated, mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, I mean, those instances that I've been talking about, you know, that was uh, actually the war. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, to this day, uh, December 7th, you get these people going out there, Pearl Harbor, remember Pearl Harbor? I know my boy, you know, uh, the, not my boy, but he was a, the tattoo I lived with us for about uh, 10 years. He went to CBC. Uh, I sent him to the uh, CBC. And yes, every December 7th, <laughs> he get the. Uh, uh, do, do, do you think Asians get nervous on December 7th? No, I don't think you really. Uh, uh, I don't even remember the day. And of course, that uh, uh, December seventh is really a great uh, humiliating day in America. But in a historical perspective, when you think about it, historical perspective, I think Pearl Harbor was the greatest event that ever happened to American history. The greatest what? Event that happened in history. That Why? sort of catapulted America into the world power. See, until the uh, yeah, however, Japan, America was sort of a, still trying to lick the wound from the depression, and uh, it was really not out there, out of the wood yet. And when they, uh, so when we look at, uh, for instance, when this, uh, what happened in Japan after the war, Japanese, well, there was a, nobody was a, just everybody was like this. But when I look at from historical background, best thing ever happened to Japan was a. Lost, losing war in the 1945. So when we look at the true things in, in America, great uh, event happened.
first Pearl Harbor, second winter that uh, sparked me. Both events provided us with a great deal of stimulus. And uh, I think Nixon, President Nixon was right. What this country needs is a little invasion that uh, just uh, put the people to, uh, onto the... Uh, we uh, need a little invasion? We need somebody to invade us? Invade us. That was Nixon. You know? So that's, uh, uh, that was really just shape. Uh, and I think I remember when I was in Japan, I mean, the invasion of uh, Japan by uh, American. You know, there was just a dire, they take come and they kill everybody and all this stuff. And uh, the women would be all raped and all this stuff. But suppose, and I'm not saying that it should happen, suppose it would happen to say Russia invaded America and uh, really the, uh, in two generations that they would all be part of America. I mean, that's uh, what happened in throughout the history in China. I think China is the most interesting history because it's always uh, stimulated by the invasion. Invasion every 300 years. What's your definition of stimulated? Challenge. I mean, yeah. the challenge and response to challenge. I think this uh, famous uh, Toynbee's theory of challenge and response. And of course, the challenge, I think America had the first challenge with the Pearl Harbor, and that was the biggest challenge America ever had. And America just responded with the greatest vigor and uh, overcome it. And I think uh, after that, uh, the America would have become what it was, infected with the victory disease. Victory disease that we were best, and there's not, nobody can do anybody. And of course, then the now, what is the today's idea? Today's idea is that uh, somehow, Agents are uh, doing better work, and the team are smart, and Japanese are sort of coming here and taking over and all these things. Uh. So now we are going to, from since 1972, that is, uh, when the gold standard, the gold was offered dollars, so then $32 uh, ounce of gold now is over $400. So this, uh, the, it's always history of pendulum, for instance, like uh, uh, 1929, Great Depression, and then went down. America was sort of in the bottom pit. And after the, and then of course, 41, just catapulted into world power. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, I would say 50 was the greatest uh, moment in American history. And then 72, uh, sort of, uh, from then on, we are suffering from the inferior complex here. The uh, idea that uh, anything that is made in Japan is better better all these things. Does it bother you? Um, the, it seems to bother some people that uh, there's Japan bashing. Does that does that? What is a Japan bashing? Is that historically rooted in America? Historical what? Historically, it's rooted in American history. Uh huh. But does that does that bother you? No, it doesn't that bother me. It might grow. No, I don't think it would grow. No. I think uh, the uh, American people are just too smart to uh, be infected by things like that. I think it's a, a really historical uh, phenomenon. I mean, 1870. Well, that's okay. That I'm, I'm not. I'm not concerned with that. I'm just concerned with the fact that you would be no, no, touched by it. Or no, no, I'm not worried. But well, <laughs> many people are. Many exactly. Japanese here are. Yeah. Well, I. So uh, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a question to ask you. No, I have really never feared that way. Uh -huh. uh, well, that's, I, that's I, my, 
friend and uh, uh, really the, the pen passing. Uh, mm -hmm. that, uh, well, it, it is it is a, it is something that they fear, so it, it well, seemed a, a normal question to put to you. I think uh, maybe so. Some people do, but I have never. Known. Mm -hmm. I mean, most uh, uh, the overt manifestation would be violence. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the I I remember when I was in Kansas City. I don't think uh, I was living with Mr. Lukin's family, and it's a uh, come and uh, break my windows, and the car windows, and uh, put the, the sugar in my gas tank. Who did this? It's uh, the American, uh, the white kids, uh, children. Oh, you were teased and taunted. Uh, yes, there was a, uh, and uh, to put a sugar, in the, uh, powder sugar in my car, and so made the car completely no good. You know. And, uh, and so it's such an experience. But that's really not, uh, it's a, uh, not because I'm Japanese or Korean, but it's a, to, to happen to any individual. And I really have no uh, concern about that. And it's really the, what do you as an individual react to as an individual? And, uh, uh, and I believe I have a, uh, not really exactly bad reputation with the community. Yes. Well, so I'm glad that you're able to have enjoyed living here. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, I, I, I consider That you have all good feelings. I, I, no, I have no... No, I can see you don't. You're very comfortable. Also. No, I'm... I'm and and you want to give back because you oh, want yes, to run for my, Congress, uh, so... My, uh, my purpose, uh, I'm very grateful for the mm -hmm. what, the, what the America has provided me. And uh, uh, I... I the, and uh, the, all these things about that American children are not studying. I think this uh, it's not American exactly one? children are the inferior to other students, you know, the mm -hmm. other students of the country. I think this is a sort of a reverse of what the 50s, you know. At the 50s, you know, America was number one and nobody's any better. But we're going down the pendulum. But it's my the, I have to, my grandson, my brother's grandson here. And I spent the three hours with him reading English every day. And uh, uh, now, when he came in, he didn't speak in single words in English. But he brings his hundred every day. Is that the young man that you? No, no. I have brought my. You see, the, uh, when I'm going to back Japan, Korea. Uh, that's a, a young man that I was talking about. He's going. Yeah, he went to CBC. Yeah, but he's uh, he's going to law school, Western University Law School yeah. now. An engineering degree from Rochester University. But it's, you know, I have this other boy who is 16 years old. When I went to Korea, I found out that my brother had a, uh, three sons and uh, the, uh, the had a grandson, the youngest boy, 16. So I brought him here and I sent him to Ripsa High School. And uh, so uh, I spent the time with him. And I think that's the biggest problem most uh, uh, the American family, they spend, the, they should spend the more time reading with them. Yes, and, uh, reading is important. Did I ask you originally what town and career you were born in? Oh, well, that's a uh, Bukchang. Bukchang, that's a uh, Could you spell that, please? B-U-K-C-H-A-N-G, Bukchang. Bukchang means the, uh, 
Green North. Okay. Now, I just want to thank you very much because when I called you, you immediately agreed and said that you would come down, and I appreciate it. And uh, I'm sorry you didn't bring any photographs, but we'll talk well, about I that. Well, I will. Uh, I mean, if you tell me what kind of photograph you want, I will have that uh, delivered to you uh, uh -huh. by my wife tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow thank you.